This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We move into our number four of the 10th annual Peace-a-thon. 105.3TheFan.com or 105.3TheFan.com slash Peace-a-thon if you want to go check out everything we got going or if you want to donate. Are these questions? Go, yeah. Go Are ahead. you adding time? No. What do you mean? It's 8 a.m. Correct. We start at 5.30. So 5 o'clock hours, 1. 6 is 2. 7 is 3. This is the start of the fourth hour. I didn't say we've been on for four hours. Okay. Kevin was also here to start at 5 o'clock. We, oh, just we didn't, didn't start, start till 5.30. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard somebody else, but that's okay. Uh, my question is, what does this is about the time of day, Kevin, where I would probably start, I would be getting ready to come to the station. Sure. Uh, I would probably have already gone uh, to the restroom. Mm-hmm. I have not done that yet today. Uh-oh. Is there an boom, opportunity boom for me to step away and go to the bathroom? Well, now. we'll leave that up to the man who could potentially replace you for this segment, Bobby Belt, welcome hey. to the show. You ruined the morning show. So my question, <laughs> my question is, do we have to raise our hand to talk? No, now? I don't know why they're doing oh, okay. that. Because they were doing it, so I thought that's the the rule. You I thought I, I didn't know talk. if that's how y'all do things here. Freaking heck! You should go use the restroom right go now. Go boom boom. Mike's when got a question. Ever hey, raise you know? your hand to talk? <laughs> Never. That's valid. That is hey. valid. What does it feel like to do a show where Sean doesn't uh, dictate what you're always doing? Well, I mean, that's every show uh, because I, I don't allow Sean to dictate what I do. I say what I want. I, uh, I, I I really stick in his craw. And so that's every show. But but it's nice to know there's no icy stares coming at me during the break. Is well, what we'll is. see about that because, Bobby, you really let us down on items for the auction. Item. So, are you going to get all of your rich, fancy friends to donate to my possibility? Yeah, I got. I had a call out to a guy. Uh, he used to pitch for the Rangers. He was uh, his name was Derek, and he he just didn't have anything to give up. And so, I'm gonna keep working him though. Okay, let me know. How what goes. about Dak Prescott? How come you didn't get stuff from him? Because point. so he naturally associates me with the morning show, and oh, so no. for all of the good things that I do, he associates things coming out of the morning show as being for me. So all oh. of the Dak hate from Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, right guys who don't know football, he he then wow. uh, puts it to me. He <laughs> what about Micah that to Parsons? Me. Uh, well, let's just stay tuned. Oh, I don't know. We're, we're, tra- we're trying. Oh yeah. So. We wanted to start right here is I know it's been a struggle these last couple of weeks to find a good answer to these questions, but are there any commanders players that you fear? And then where do y'all think the Cowboys hold major advantages? 
Um, I mean, I think the Cowboys hold major advantages just on the football field as a whole, like they sure. have the last two weeks. Um, look, I mean, are, are there ways that they can make things difficult on you? Yeah. Does Sam Howell, is he a big volume passer? Yes. Like there, there are definitely things that they can do to, to put up, you know, to move the ball against you and the Cowboys secondary, but can we stop? Can we pause just there mm-hmm. real quick? What have been your thoughts about Sam Howell? Because I realized when you said volume passing is that's how you get the most attempts, most yards, but also most interceptions. Uh-huh. What do you think, like outside of just those numbers of watching him as a quarterback? He reminds me, and he he always has. He reminds me of Baker Mayfield. Like he looks kind of like him, actually. If you look at him, somebody had pointed out that if you look at Sam Howell, he looks like if uh, Baker Mayfield and Clay Thompson had created a child, huh. then you would get Sam Howell. Uh, But, I mean, it's the same play style. It's the same body type. It's, I mean, he is very, very similar to Baker Mayfield. So, all of the the good and bad that comes with Baker Mayfield, Derek, as somebody who is a uh, Cleveland Browns fan, I'm sure you're familiar with that. All of that existed. uh, All of that exists with uh, Sam Howell as well. He plays the game very, very similarly. Just real quick, as long as you mention that. Did you take a shot at Baker Mayfield? He did. He said he sucks. I said Baker Christ. Yeah. No, I knew that was a always Oh, okay. I didn't say anything bad. But... Nice try. Baker sucks. I want to shout out, and there are several card shops that have helped us along the way. One of them is worth collecting in Waxahachie. He gave us that triple quarterback autograph. Worth collecting what? That's his last name. W-I-R-T-H. And then the Luke Skywalker graded card. He is a Commanders fan and just had to lie. He is not a Commanders fan. Oh, yes, that is true. He's a fan of the old team name. Is The Washington football team? The one before that. Yeah, my agent's he, the same way. He said you should fear team. all the, of the Washington players. That dude, don't say that. I mean, that's just historical. Like yeah. we're just we're just saying things historically. It's just like I would say I played against the Cleveland Indians. By the way, we have a Corey Kluver jersey. Are there other old things you would say? He threw a no-hitter at the park that I was at that Sandler got really mad at me for cheering for after six innings. So Paul had to lie and say we should fear all the commanders. Okay. But that's definitely not true because we've seen them play football. I mean, yeah, but I, I would also say that I've seen the Cowboys play football. So I'd say you should have a healthy fear of anybody because the Cowboys historically. I mean, look, the Cowboys will generally beat up on bad teams and then against good teams, they lose on details. That's kind of their MO. And but, do you think that's because of the head coach? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I don't think you have a very good head coach. That's that's part of it. But I mean, also, this is just a, it, to me, details are coaching. And so when when you lose on details consistently, that to me says coaching. Now, look, I, I I don't think that's all can't all just be on Mike McCarthy. There are times they lose on details on the defensive side. And as good as I think Dan Quinn's been, that's that's an area where sometimes they they lack. And so I I, I think in general, the coaching staff has let them down in that sense. But consistently, you look over the last decade, they're talented enough to be there when they're healthy, when their quarterback's healthy, they're competitive and they will lose big games typically because they lose on the little things. That's how you lose to a team like Philadelphia, where you probably outplay them for the majority of the game, and then you still lose. We've talked a lot about how this Cowboys season has featured a lot of non-competitive games. Mike and Derek, I want to ask you all this. Does it matter at all if your team has been in a lot of close games if you're usually on the losing end? Because they're like, oh, the Commanders, eight of their games have come down to one-score games. And I thought, okay, that could be good, but they're not good. So are you like, hey, that's great. You're in close games, you usually lose. I would say if you're in close games and you're losing, good. You, You should beat them. If I were to go against a good quarterback, and I don't think Sam Howell's a good quarterback. I don't think he's horrible. I think he's 
okay at best right now. Maybe he can improve to an above-average quarterback later in his career. But I just don't fear Sam Howe with the ball in his hands and he needs to go 50 yards to get in field goal range or he needs to go 75 yards to win the game and there's three minutes to go. I Maybe I'm wrong about him, but Sam Howe doesn't really put any fear into me. He's done it before. He did it against Philly. He needed to go down the field, score a touchdown. He did it. He got him into overtime. Um, and so, I mean, like, he, he's done it before. And I, but, I mean, I agree in general, like, Am I going to expect that Sam Howell's going to get the job done if they got to go down the field and score? Not necessarily. But where you should feel fear Sam Howell is the first, like, 57 minutes of the game. Because, I mean, he can, like, he can, he, he will play YOLO ball on you a little bit. And Dallas has shown at times that they have difficulty, you know, staying disciplined. Jordan Lewis has got picked on. Stephon Gilmore hasn't been as good this year as he's been in years past. You like what Deron Bland's giving you, but I mean, if if you've just got Bland, like they can find other ways to target you and go at you. So I'm I'm not saying Washington can't put up points or Washington can't move the football. They can absolutely do that to Dallas. And so if they struggle in any sort of way, that's that's problematic for Dallas. The thing with Dallas is they just they always score at home. They're yeah. always going to put up points. So I don't see them struggling. I don't see Dallas struggling. I mean, the thing is, you play to the potential of that team, and Dallas has done a good job of when it comes to teams like this playing better than they're supposed to like don't just play to the level of the competition uh with that also being said what you asked earlier about what it's like when when you're a team that's close every single time and you're just missing it every time you get the l you know that you're right there so the confidence still is with the team yeah it's frustrating that you're not winning but you know that man all it takes is it could be one play changes everything or one pitch changes everything so i i as a being on that side before uh the guys still have the confidence. They still believe it's just a matter of when that breakout's going to happen. Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. Scary Terry, but is that, I guess, kind of negated by, it sounds like, lack of faith in the quarterback or not? Um, No, no, no. I, I, I think that, you know, Hal can definitely deliver the ball to him. Like, I mean, he, he can make things work in that sense. I just, I think that, Washington is a scary team because they're they're like in a sense they're like one of these great three point shooting teams that like maybe they don't play yeah. good defense or do other things where it's like okay but yeah they could hit thirty threes on you in a game true like and so that's that's the biggest thing about Washington is that they can like I said they're a volume passing team they can they can push the ball downfield the thing with Dallas right now is that and I hate doing the well, they beat this team, so you're going to beat that. I hate sure. doing that connection, but... Transitive property didn't work in sports no, all the time. No, not typically, but, like, that Giants team is one of the worst football teams I've ever seen. They are really awful across the board, and they have beaten Washington twice in the last month. And they just did it. They they beat them by double digits in Washington. So, Dallas, with the longest home winning streak in the NFL, the fact that... In the last 24 starts, Dak's had at home. Half the time, they've scored 40 points. Like, wow. they put up a ton of points wow. at home uh, with Dak at quarterback. That's then I just I, I, I don't see it being ultra competitive. But also, at the same time, I've had great confidence in recent years. The game I've most been confident in my life in, in the last, or not my life, but like in the last four years, the game that I go, man, that's the game the Cowboys are going to win was when they had Denver come to town a couple years ago. And Denver beat them by two touchdowns and should have beat them probably 30 to nothing. Now, quick college football question for you. Which jersey interests you more that we have up on Peaceathon? The Johnny Manziel one that he signed, Johnny F and Football, but he did not edit it. Or. What is the F? 
then? Um, is that his middle name? Franklin? Football and football. Johnny yeah. Franklin football? Yeah, something like that. Or the Ricky Williams autographed burnt orange jersey that says, smoking bowls and hitting holes. Oh, that's uh, Ricky. Because, I mean, Ricky. so Ricky's the, the way that I fell in love with football, period. Okay. Was watching Ricky when I was younger. And so that's how I became a Texas fan. And so probably the Ricky Williams one, but I also, it makes me sad that Ricky's career got derailed over something silly. You so. know what? I, I don't know how, if we've ever talked about this. I actually came around and realized that he was right all along mm-hmm. in terms of you don't allow marijuana, but you allow other forms of, let's just say, medication as a catch-all yeah. that are far, far more likely to cause you problems Total. with <laughs> addiction or anything else. Yeah. And I, I do think he was right about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he and uh, are you gonna? Are you also gonna talk about how Randy Gregory was right? Hey, are you gonna come around on that one too? Yes, he just wasn't <laughs> a great player. Oh, okay, all right. But, uh, just but, taking well, look, shots. No, no. Here's the. I mean, you don't disagree with that, do you? I, I think he was a good player. I think he got. I think he could have been a great player had he not gotten derailed. And, and that's the thing about both Ricky Williams and Randy Gregory is. Even when I agree, you know, we all find ourselves in spots where, like, you have to follow the rules of society sure, yeah, or understand yeah. yep. the requisite consequences. That's yeah. not to say, like, I think they were misinformed or anything like that. That's just. Yeah, like, I needed to get here. So when I was going just now, like, when, when I had left a little later than I intended, yeah. and I was going, like, 110 on the 635 Expressway on the way up here. Isn't right? it great because nobody's on the roads today? No, it's awful, actually, because there were, I had to take no, the expressway because there was traffic, and then there were, like, uh, work time. trucks on the expressway that were slowing things down. So I was Ooh. having to, to kind of gas break, gas break. But when I was going 110 on the expressway, like, I mean, I'm right. I need to get where I'm yeah. going. But, but you know there, the I also yeah. know that if I get pulled over, that's that's the law. And it's that's another you, 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Do you fear? I'm back, guys. Welcome. How'd it go? You it didn't great. raise your hand before you said oh, that. No, you don't have to. This hey, is lighter. Show. Corey's raising his hand. He Aggie. doesn't have to raise his hand. It's his show. I want to take part in the show where we all raise our hands. Yeah. You feel that's lighter? What we've been doing. I do feel lighter. Thank you. Know, you know it's, what? Uh, I like your haircut. Thanks, thanks, Mike. I had to do my hair while I was in there. Take the hat off, and it was just kind of all over the place. So I just wet it a little bit, and then kind of dried it with paper towels. Whoever mm. gave you haircut? Just wet it a little job. bit. Thanks, man. That's it's, all you uh, need. Yeah, Ilya over at uh, Sports Clips in Plano. She's awesome. And it's always glared uh, at me three times while you've been gone, Corey. Yeah, but the thing is, I'll be nice to you in the breaks. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is I actually. Do, in I reference do want to point to. out, Kevin. I just texted you this. Uh, both Jared Sandler in the booth with Jared Sandler for Mammy. a game have sold at fifteen hundred dollars a piece. Up. Nice. Uh, and we really appreciate Told you that. to be quiet. Oh no 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 no! Hand raised. Mike, you didn't raise your hand to tell him to be quiet. He knows I'm not a rule follower, but Corey (laughs) is, and then you told him to shut up after he was announcing something. Because I didn't raise my hand. Uh, So, yeah, we really appreciate that. And that's what I'm saying. Anything Rangers right now is hot. It's a hot item, and I love seeing the Rangers fans being excited about next year and what's going to be happening. Let me ask you if you think this is the right strategy. Yesterday, I called him. During a break, and I think he was concerned there was some sort of emergency, oh, yeah. which is fair. And I said, hey, it already sold. Can you do another one? Do you think this time I should just text him and just be like, hey, your other one sold for $1,500 too. That's pretty cool. And then just kind of leave it there to see if he's like, I mean, I guess if we needed to do another I already texted Yeah, him. you should do that. Okay. Stop raising your hand. <laughs> Good job, Derek. We're the KNC masterpiece. You know it's uh 
When it's pee-pee time, it's not always poo-poo time. Yeah, it's kind of a weird place. But when it's poo-poo time, it's always pee-pee time. What is happening? You couldn't wait in 10, 15 seconds to say that? That's poetry, Derek. Coming up next. The haiku, I think, right? The MLB. Five, seven, five. <laughs> that was a Dooku. <laughs> Count Dooku. That's the guy from Dragon Ball Z, right? That's Goku. That's Goku. Oh. The 2023 <laughs> MLB fan survey and Good me luck, continuing Kevin. to hate my life. Good luck, it Kevin. all happens as far as Pizza. Damn it. Oh, pizza sauce. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pepperoni. It. Pizza. Next in the phone. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Two balls, two strikes. Spores kicks and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. You know what? I actually had a totally different segment planned here, but we're just going to change that right here, right now. And just you don't right have, here, your right show. in your now. face, guys. You do not have to raise <laughs> your hand. Is I just want to reflect on the fact that the Rangers won the world championship, and that's amazing. I want to know from people. Give us your feedback. Stop world Series. Your hand. Hey, I us, got a question though. No, give who, us your who's, no. Who's, I said no. No, because I'm looking at the bidding site, uh-huh. and I have a question. Yeah. Who's Von Erich? Shut your. You know what, Bobby. <sighs> I was because I was looking at just some of these items to bid on, and there was one here, Bobby, and it said a Von Erich autograph football. How many people and I didn't at the station know who that was. Team Bobby? Because I'm one of them, uh-huh. and you don't want to alienate yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious who that is. I, I didn't. Yeah, know. I'll put the iron claw on y'all. Check it out. Is is that a dance move? Shut up. Is mm. so go back to Sorry. raise my hand. Is that a dance move? Where you were when they won? Did you get a chance to go to the parade? Have you gotten any memorabilia? All of that good stuff. Also, 1053thefan.com slash peaceathon. You can donate. You can bid. And you know what? If you can't bid, but you know somebody who would love one of these items, send it on to them so they can go check it out. I think uh, I wanted to say this. This song, for the last 10 years... I was if I would hear it, I would be like, "All right, you know, like whatever." It's a good song. Move on from it, though. You know, quickly. I don't think for the next for the rest of my life I'll ever get tired of hearing this song because it'll remind me of this moment. Like that's what it, it reminds me of. Eric Nadell's call. It reminds me of the the journey we went on uh, and the friends we made along the way. Hey, Derek. I know. Nice I, I was raising my hand just to tell you okay. that I do have something I wanted to share. Is, I was texting with Eric Nadell. Well, this morning. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, I can do that. What a flex. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to put this out there. He is still on cloud nine, 
still doesn't seem real. It's like he's living in an alternate universe. He is still enjoying this moment, as he should, though. It's well-deserved for Ranger fans and everybody that's working there, what they've done and accomplished. It's huge. That is an amazing text. Thank you very so much. So I wanted to make sure that. Eric gets the love he deserves because that that is iconic, would you know, you, that moment. Would you consider sending him a text back asking him if maybe he'd want to share his thoughts with us on here or maybe meet up with a couple of bitters to have a lunch with him and you i love orange bitters oh man yeah i like that idea too orange bitters is really good Mm -hmm. uh, when you're making a good old-fashioned yep uh the i did want (laughs) to add this you can you've seen it on uh 105.3 the fans instagram uh where eric chiafalo is we we're doing the segment of what does it mean to us you know and and chiafalo is like going through his thing and you can see him and he's so excited in the moment but then this body walks up and just starts like jumping up and down and hugging him and eric doesn't know who it is and it's eric nadell and then eric nadell's done hugging chiafalo and he's like oh my gosh i didn't realize it was him then nadell turns and looks at me and opens his arms wide and just like hey give me a hug too seeing like seeing his face light up in that moment seeing chuck morgan be able to announce yeah. uh you know the, that Corey seager mvp all those those moments throughout that every single one of those dudes bobby got a chance to hold that trophy up in front of the entire crowd they pass it around it was a lot of fun to see all of that come together and 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 nadel's face uh it's, it's it was real happiness that was great yeah i i was uh, I, I, you speaking of the uh, Chiafalo and and Nadell celebrating together, and Eric just not even acknowledging it. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out. Did he just not feel that somebody was over his shoulders? Oh, he did. He put his arm he just, over him. He just or did Eric who. just go like, I don't care who this random person is putting their arm around. Did he I assume think, it was I think Wolchuk? It was, I think it was yeah. that. I think it was that. I was standing kind of near him, and so maybe he thought it was me. I have no clue what I he was would, thinking at the time. I just feel like anytime anybody like touches me i would look to see who it is like he feels a little too comfortable with anonymous touch yes there's a picture of you a video of you like caressing him at dinner one night and he had no problem and he doesn't yeah he doesn't care he's yeah. comfortable with it that's that's so, following an eggshell i'm gonna get eric nadell derek, eric, derek has a question i mean he uh, could call right now if he wants <laughs> yeah eric nadell obviously i have got to know him over the years and he's an unbelievable person but there's this ranger like art that's out there obviously from winning the world series there's a lot of different things you can get but there's this guy that's licensed by major league baseball named uh sam preston it's s preston art and he puts out kind of championship minimalist art and i'm going i got four of them but i'm gonna get eric nadell to sign one of them but sign mm. underneath quote you're not dreaming ranger fans oh my god what a great call so that his, was. So for his call, but that's the piece of art. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just think it'd be really cool to get him to sign that and, and frame it in one of my kids' rooms. From the 817, that lump hits my throat every time we reminisce. And I like I wouldn't have thought, and I, and I realize on a national scape, everyone might still be like, oh, it's Vin Scully and Kurt Gibson. And that was amazing. But for me... That's going to be the baseball call I think about yeah. above all others, and yeah. there's no question about that. It's the first one. For sure. I mean, it, again, we're going to have Pete O'Brien on at 1220 today. Well, and he, thank you. I appreciate that. He's great. He was, like, for me, he was childhood memory of baseball. He's responsible. Him, Pete Cavilla, Ruben Sierra, they're responsible 
for a majority of us being Rangers fans at this point. You know, like we we caught on with them then, and now we have that. Eric Nadell's been synonymous with that all the entire way. We know it because of that, because he loves 105.3 The Fan. Let's bring on Eric Nadell. Good morning, sir. We're just living our best life, raising money for charity, and talking about the Rangers winning the World Series. It really happened, didn't it? Yes, it, did. it wasn't a dream. <laughs> it's like we're living in some alternate universe. That is that is very true. It's incredible that they finally got the job done to give the Rangers Nation what they deserve. And this fan base, is, I mean, this is so, it's cool as a former player here. And then obviously we didn't get the job done. And then you get to see it done. I got to cover it and watch it happen. This is just so surreal. People are so excited. You know, we're now almost a month removed. Wow. From November the 1st, you know, three weeks plus. And the level of ecstasy doesn't seem to have gone down at all. You know, everybody's still on cloud nine. Maybe a couple of people have dropped down to cloud eight or cloud seven. <laughs> but for, for the most part, this is when they think of the Rangers are, you know, it's nothing I've ever experienced. And it's truly amazing. Yeah, the, the, the thing that I keep, uh, Eric, uh, that I keep feeling is whenever I'm at the grocery store or picking up my kids from school or whatever it is, if somebody sees me wearing a Rangers hat or a Rangers shirt or I see them, we just smile and we go, we did it. And it feels like that's the feeling of, like, it just feels good to be able to say that happened. Yeah, and, you know, every place I go now, you know, someone will come up to me and talk about where they were, you know, watching or listening to the final out of the game you know, and how they'll never forget that moment for the, you know, as long as they live. And it's really nice for those sort of things, those sort of comments to replace the similar comments that I've been getting 2011 yeah. for so much time uh, where people, you know, have this horrible memory of where they were at the end of game six in 2011. So this is, uh, this is 180 degrees different. Eric, I've probably honestly teared up five times <laughs> listening to your final call. I've teared up a few other times uh, seeing highlights of certain um, situations throughout the Rangers playoff run. I don't know how emotional you get. I know you're not, you know, you don't obviously cry on the air, but have you gotten emotional a few times just kind of reliving the run that the Rangers went on? Well, Mike, I have, especially as people have told me, you know, their own per personal situations, you know, where they were, uh, you know, they were with their father or, you know, they were eight or nine years old in 2011, you know, when they had that big disappointment. And now, you know, now they're grown adults with their own kid. And it's, it's uh, definitely something that has brought tears to my eyes on numerous occasions you know, more for everybody else specifically than for me. And that's a, that's a great way to put it. I, as soon as you were talking about that, I was just thinking like getting to watch game one of the world series with my son, who's off at college now, but he was back for his birthday. And I was like, wow, that, that's, that's, that is a memory we will never forget. And he's of that age where like, he kind of sort of remembers 2011, but he was only six. And so I don't know if he'll retain all those memories, but 
that's a that's a moment we shared that it, it will always be there. And knowing that it ended in a world championship, you know, less than a week later, that memory will always be with us. Yeah, and you know, the other thing people bring up is the parade. Uh, you know, we, Mike and I, and the other broadcasters had a chance to ride on a float in the parade and to go through six or 700,000 people and see the delirious joy on people's faces was a really moving experience. You know, it was, it was something that really hammered home the importance that the Rangers and baseball play in people's lives and how generations of fans came out to the parade together, how they drove for hours. I talked to people who came from Corpus Christi, uh, from El Paso to experience this. And that turnout, you know, was really surprising to me. Uh, I really didn't expect that. I thought maybe if the Rangers had a parade in downtown Dallas, you know, there are so many people already there that they would, you know, get hundreds of thousands of people. I never really thought that hundreds of thousands of people would drive to Arlington for the parade, not even knowing, you know, what their opportunity would be to see very much of it. And people were five and six and seven deep at the barriers. And, you know, that's something that I'll never forget. And, you know, has really kind of motivated me uh, to connect more with Ranger fans, you know, as I keep doing this. Yeah, it's a, it is one of those, that parade was amazing to see that many people just hanging out and everything. Eric, one of the when I was a when I turned twenty one, I I was going out for my my evening, and a gentleman came up to me and said, "You know what's better than turning twenty one? Turning twenty two. And he was like, "Be safe tonight." And I was like, "I appreciate that." You know what's better than one World Series? Two World Series. <laughs> well, how do we get second World Series next year, Eric? <laughs> I know Josh Hader would be a nice start. Um, <laughs> yep. Of all those free agents out there, uh, he's he's the most uh, most appealing to me right now. Uh, I'm sure they'll come up with another starting pitcher or two. They might have to trade to do it, but I think signing Josh Hader would go a long way to uh, solving those bullpen woes. So I'm I'm going to add a little bit there to getting ready for the next season, Eric. You saw in 2010. The following of the Texas Rangers got pretty big, but in 2011, it was 3 million fans. In 2012, it was 3 million fans. And then it dropped off a hair. What do you think this is going to do after seeing that parade, the championship being World Series champs to the Rangers fandom and and what could happen the next few years at the park? Yeah, I imagine we'll be looking at around 3 million again. Uh, you know, it's a smaller stadium, so you don't have the opportunity to draw 48,000, on the big nights the way you used to across the street. But, you know, I think we'll be right up there close to 40 each night. And the other thing that's going to be really different, I think, and Mike Kruko, one of the Giants announcers, you know, former big leaguer, called me after the World Series. And one of the things he said was, the thing you're not going to believe is how many Ranger fans you're going to start seeing on the road in places where you didn't used to see them. You know, they're going to come out of the woodwork now in Detroit and Chicago and Cleveland and all these places where usually there aren't very many Ranger fans. Uh, Not to mention spring training, where I imagine surprise, you know, is going to be mobbed with fans next February and March. Those are two things that I think didn't necessarily happen as much in 2011 Uh, but are going to happen now because the Rangers actually won the World Series. 
We always love talking with Eric Nadell right here in your home of the Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan, but you've caught us on a particularly special day as we are raising money today for My Possibilities, the charity. This is the 10th annual, and I know you do a lot of work with charities, especially mental health uh, causes and everything like that. Do you think people would be interested in bidding on a potential meal with you and Derek Holland, and do you think that's something we could auction off? I'm in. That would that would be fantastic. I'd love to do that. I'm in. You don't okay, worry about me. I'm, I just need to make sure right, Derek was in. Too. I will I'm get 100% that. In. I will get that assigned and put up on the website right now. Do we go with a picture of Eric and Derek? Yes. Okay. Do all we right. have a picture of us? I'll figure it out, dude. I'll make this happen. You just be ready. All right. I'm, ready I'm always eat. ready. <laughs> Eric, you ready to eat? That'd be great. <laughs> Where are you sending us? Uh, to be determined. I need. To, I'll get back to you on that. I'll get back to you on that. Does he have? A, does Eric Nadell have a story from obviously traveling all the years with Derek Collin on planes and in hotels? That's a funny Derek Collin story, <laughs> or a mean one. I'm curious. Uh, I'd, I'd have to think about that one okay. to, to try and decide what's usable on the air and what's not. There you go. And then Smart. also at 12:20 today, we got Pete O'Brien. Yeah. coming on the show. So if you want to give that a listen or if you have any fun anecdotes we need to remember about Pete O'Brien, we're here for it. I, I actually have something that would be interesting for you to ask Pete about because I remember one year in spring training, um, Dick Allen was a special instructor for the Rangers. Uh, you know, he's a borderline Hall of Famer for me, and I'm a little disappointed he's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, this guy was one of the greatest hitters of his generation. You know, he got a bad rap at times as a bad teammate, um, but just an unbelievable hitter. And I think it was Eddie Robinson, the Ranger general manager, who brought uh, Dick to spring training one time. And I remember him telling me how impressed he was with Pete as a hitter. And I don't think Pete was in the big leagues yet. Uh, he may have been knocking on the door at that point. But I want to know if, if Pete has any recollection of Dick Allen working with Dick Allen in spring training, you know, in that year would have been in the early eighties and whether that had any real impact on him. Okay. It just came out of nowhere the other day when I was doing the immaculate grid. Uh Uh-huh. And Dick Allen came up in my mind as an answer to a guy who had played for the Phillies and the White Sox. And then it just came into my head, the story about Dick Allen telling me how impressed he was with Pete swing and Pete's discipline at the plate, you know, as a young guy. So I haven't had a chance to talk to Pete since then. So maybe you guys could ask me. Outstanding, man. Yeah, Look at I you helping it. us out across the board. Thank you very, very much for the time this morning, good sir. Anytime. Love to join you guys. There thanks, you for, thanks for ringing me up, Derek. Yes, no problem. We got to make sure we get the Rangers voice on, on the radio. Come on now. Good point. For sure. Very Bye, good Eric. point. Eric Nadell right ready. here. I'm your home of the Rangers and the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Bobby, you want to have a little fun? You want to do a little verses? Sure, if my mic would be turned on. Thanks, Peyton. I don't have a button over here. I was trying to get your attention. Yeah. So, yeah, let's have fun, Hagee. And then at 9 o'clock, Brandon Hurtado, Sean Sharif will kick off the barbecue roundtable right here on 105.3 The Fan. Want to point out that Peyton is a professional, but multiple people were talking in his ear. Thank you. 
while yeah. that was happening. That wasn't happens cool, all Derek. the time. That wasn't Sorry about cool. that. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do verses right here. This is my jam. Wait, on bids here? Because I'm winning on a lot of these bids. What are you winning on right now? Well, the Mickey Mantle one. Really? Yeah. Dang. You won the Baker Nobody Mayfield has... helmet? No, I didn't do that. But, hey, people should tell them about the Mickey Mantle thing. Just so we can get that out there. It's uh, auction number 25. It's a 26 by 38 autographed lithograph. I'll be honest. I saw it a couple weeks ago. It is, he looked, still stein, is he still signing stuff? No, he stuff? died in 94 to 96 oh. in that mm. range. It was around here, it too. It looked like when he signed it, whoever did the art then put it in a um, cylinder yep. container and hasn't touched it since and gave it through Heritage Auctions to Kevin Hagelin, and now you can, obviously, if you win this, uh, get it beautifully uh, framed, and it will look it will look like it's from 2023. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's, it is really cool, and it's a very big Mickey Mantle autograph, too, because it is a 26 by 38, and he signed it. Uh, it looks like from lower butt to close to his knee. The signature is humongous, yeah. and it looks... Beautiful. Well, if you've seen Mickey Mantle's signature, it is absolutely yeah. outstanding. Is so versus I had some like Thanksgiving based versus questions here, but we can do the moon thing if you want. What about the other one? That we're no, talking about we're the not doing the other one. Well, ones. Derek doesn't believe that the United States of America landed on the moon. Correct. I don't. Not as a country. He doesn't believe. Not all we, of us. He doesn't Nobody's believe. Nobody's been to the moon. Nobody? Nobody? Has, has, Nobody? Have people been into space? No. What? The firmament? That No. No. So Nobody's when, been what, in space? What about the other thing like when the, that cylinder I, went up and it blew up? I mean, nobody was in it, luckily, the other day. Actually, SpaceX, you know what? I'll, I'll, yeah. say we've been, I'll say we've been to space because we obviously got the satellites and stuff out there. So, yeah. And people live on space stations. Mm, I don't know about that. Where are they? If they're not is on the space station, where yeah, are, are they? Green screen? How are they? Using huh? a green screen? But what, like, where do you think that set oh, is? It could be in wherever. I don't know. A lot of California and jobs have been moving to Texas. Do you think they're here? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. California's been When bad. did you believe that nobody has been to the moon? Uh, once uh, a few of my friends decided to show me a bunch of information, and I started to kind of piece things together, and it just kind of makes sense. I mean, you look at... The big one that stands out to me, we've talked about it before, and I'm, I can't believe we're going into this, but that's fine. This is great. Is uh, cell phones. You lose your calls all the time. So yeah. you're going to tell me that a landline was able to call to the moon. The frequencies of the phones. the, the It was a moon line, not a landline. Yeah. And also the government has technology regular people don't have. Yeah, but they're calling from an actual landline, like not a cell phone. It was an actual landline. So that's not, I mean, that's that's one. Two, you're going to sit here and tell me that we had technology back then to where somebody could just put a camcorder and it automatically follows the spaceship that's leaving to come back to Earth, and then we were able to get that video? Yes. Yes, Derek. No that. chance. All right. I mean, he, he has answers. Wait, is, is the whole thing just based on and there's, you're there's, telling me there's technology? Or was there something You're going to tell me that the stuff that we sent <laughs> out there? Yes. You're going to tell me that the stuff that we sent out there was able to withstand all that up there and we were able to fly out there and fly back but yet there's tire tracks and stuff already on the moon uh -huh. land, that we landed and yet here we are we're taking the first steps onto the moon and well the, that just sounds that like stuff. your like, theory then is not that we didn't get there but that like maybe uh, we didn't the Soviets get there. got there it's, first it's not, or something no it, you're, i'm sorry you can't sell me show. on it 
There's the green screen. There's plenty of videos. You watch like the videos that they do. They're trying to show gravity and like guys are upside down. And all of a sudden they accidentally let go of whatever it was they're holding. It immediately drops, but yet they're floating. Like which, which is more like we landed on the moon or Michigan cheated. Which one's actually, which one's more likely. Uh, <laughs> Michigan cheated. Oh, he my said it. Gosh. Pull that. Uh, pull that clip right wow. there. Peyton. Michigan cheated. Grab Derek saying. I, I like this. This to. is fun. Can we ask more questions? Go for Go it. Go for it. Hey, hey, hey. Let me ask. Hey, you. No, 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 I'm not. Okay, I'll, I'll cut off those other questions. How? There's literally video too that they show. Like a rat is running across the screen. You can see it while they're filming on the moon. Where did like, you see these videos, yeah. though? They're all over the internet. Okay, but you so you don't believe in the technology that can edit these videos? Yeah, now. Like, we we didn't have... The, no, original, the original video has a rat in it? Mm-hmm. How do you in know that's background. not well, doctored? I, don't, I can't really say that I know that's the original video. All right, how old is the Earth? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. Old. All right. I, okay. I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer. What's your What's your what favorite you conspiracy theory? What What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Careful. That you can say to a microphone and Hagee won't go. Oh my god! I don't god. know what I can say. I like I. I like this stuff. I don't want. I. I mean. How about a TWA this one? I think the top things inside job. Top this one, Derek. What? I don't know if I can. Derek, top this one. Oh, wait, JFK was about it. <laughs> Two more minutes, I don't know if we can, can we, I don't know. I don't want to make Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Payne's going to save us. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> you get me and Derek, I think Jesus is coming back in our lifetime. Okay, we got to go. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thank Man. you very, very, very much. To Bobby Belt Do you mean that? for jumping in here. You know what? You weren't responsible for that last one, so I guess I do. Oh, man, look who just got here. The guy with all the commercials oh, we've been playing. Sean, Sean? We, got a, we got a text Golly. here. It says, Kevin Hagland has newfound respect for Sean Sharif after he'd have oh, to deal with Bobby for 30 Sharif's sweats minutes. not fall off with all the money he has in his pants? All right, Bobby, thank you very much. Coming up next, we welcome Brandon Hurtado. We welcome Sean Sharif. We will kick off our number five of Peace-a-thon in our barbecue roundtable next Right here on 105 Through the Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.